0: Hi, Kevin. Hey, Jason. How goes it?
1: Good here. I th- think uh, we're online together. I think there's a little delay audio today, so um, we'll we'll deal with it here. But uh, wanted to look at some stories this week and see what's going on. The uh, first one I have on tap here today is apparently Doctor Who the new doctor who is going to be gay.
0: Yeah. And, you know, this is kind of a, um, I think, reoccurring theme. theme. Um, you and I were talking a little bit offline about this, but um, that I, I've noticed in Hollywood in general, but particularly uh, series that are coming out of uh, England um i don't know or would you the bbc shows or series or whatever is um they're checking that box and they're checking that box hard on um Mm -hmm. just about every uh new show that i see um coming out of uh no pun intended coming out of um england and you know it, it Nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with having gay characters obviously i mean <laughs> that's that's you know a, a part of life um people are gay but it seems that the way that they do it doesn't really add anything to the story and that's why i kind of say it feels like just checking the box because they'll bring in a new character and it, it, they're bringing that character in it seems like it's a strategic like executive or higher up move that we need a gay character introduce this guy We're going to get the audience to know them and then guy or or woman and they're going to end up being gay. Um, And like I said, it doesn't really seem to add any substance to any of the shows that I've seen. Um, But it's just kind of, you know, aligning yourself with, hey, you know, I am you know, we're we're on your side or we're pro LGBTQ um, or, you know. Or or whatever it
1: is, but it doesn't it doesn't seem to be um for the sense of art, just uh, the sense of aligning no, yourself politically. Yeah, definitely not. For uh, you know, me uh, casual Doctor Who fan, I guess I'm calling. I mean, I watched you know, the original or kind of the original series. I mean, not back in the sixties, I guess, when it started or maybe even earlier. But um, you know, I started watching the Tom Baker, when i was a teen and, and that doctor who was tied to the i mean there was no um, those doctor who's were there was no romantic involved the doctor was just uh interested in i guess saving humanity or saving you know whatever culture he happened to be be across then um the new new series when it started uh, what the 2000s or so they uh, started with uh, a little bit of uh, light romantic interest. I mean, nothing sexual, but uh, it kind of changed. And I remember there was a little bit of controversy about how, uh, I think even with David Tennant's original run as a Doctor Who, there was some um, romantic tension you could say between him and his companion Rose, uh, that was. Uh, never really consummated between those two, uh, but so I suppose that this maybe uh, in the new new age that we're in right now was inevitable uh, that they they've got to take it and go further. Um, I, I think that they really did harm the character when they they made that romantic tension originally, uh, so, you know, as as Doctor Who was was always asexual before and and. And maybe it's kind of a mark of our society that everything has to be seen through a se- sexual lens nowadays. Uh, but then, in yeah. uh, but then in this uh, last special that, that came out about a week ago or so, they brought David Tennant back for a a short, I guess, guest run as as doctor. Before I think they transitioned to yet another new doctor, uh, and and they they had a scene uh, where. Doctor Who and, and his companion comes uh, into contact and with Isaac Newton, who, who was race-swapped. Uh, this Isaac Newton was of Indian uh, ethnicity, uh, India mm. Indian ethnicity. Um, the uh, actual historical Isaac Newton was decidedly not. He was definitely English, so I'm not sure what the need is for them to, to race-swap an actual historical character i don't know what that does for representation by yeah. trying to alter history to do that um that, and and he uh like i said was 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 definitely an englishman um so yeah. it it's it, it just that i think uh, that is really bad st- storytelling because i think that that type of thing is really to take out of this right that's going to be a shocking change that's that's really when, when you see something like that Isaac Newton being uh, Indian is is going to you know, we just put a roadblock in your brain for the suspension of disbelief yeah and then then him and his uh, companion Donna makes uh, she makes a remark uh, that uh, that she says was it me or was sir Isaac Newton hot? And uh, doctor doctor replies, he was wasn't so hot? Is, is that who you know in, in implying he's gay? And apparently they're they're going to the, the plans that they're definitely going to make the the next doctor uh, lean way into that being gay. So um, I, I think this is going to be yet another uh, detriment, another knife uh, in in the uh, doctor who uh the the last doctor the woman played by jody whitaker the ratings just took a nosedive the the longer that particular uh role was played by her i just and i don't believe i'm not saying it was her, her. i i think it was horrible writing and i think this is just going to uh, increase the pace of decline uh people are going to abandon doctor who we don't uh, we don't need every character to become gay. Um, you know? Yeah. So it, uh, it's okay, it's okay I, and, to be, or it's okay to be even asexual. Why does everything have yeah. to have sex in it? You know, I'm not, Yeah. Uh, I'm I mean, not, they I'm were no means approved,
0: but, yeah. they were a little bit ahead of the curve, right? Having a, a non binary, um, mm-hmm. asexual doctor. And that did to start the 60s, the 70s. Um, yeah, you know, so let's they're they're ahead of the curve on that. and yeah, everything is is BBC out Disneying Disney with yeah. doing a you know just throwing switching things around and first of all, again, like I, I said last episode, there's you know there's no reason why the Little Mermaid can't be a different ethnicity or race other than white, but you're you hit the nail on the head when we're talking about historical figures um there is some artistic license to it i would say you know doing like pseudo historical um shows and 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 programs and whatnot but it it really like i said to me feels like companies like disney companies like the b bbc are putting out these programs and making these characters they're checking political boxes, and it, it, it comes across to me at least as insincere. Um, there's also no reason why characters, and let me kind of uh, hone in what I was saying before. There's If a character's gay on a show, it, it, to me, it doesn't matter, and there doesn't need to be a big important piece of the plot where it's like oh okay well that makes sense because he's gay but <clears throat> the way that they're presenting these shows now to me just feels like hey let's put this person in so we can you know fly our flag and show who we you know who we align with and you know what what our views are and everything and that's fine and i get it you're you're, you're hollywood you're the entertainment business i presume that you're liberal leaning at least a little bit if not <laughs> A whole lot so you don't need to kind of cram it in everyone's face every episode and every show that you do bringing in it's wonderful to have diversity but like to me i guess my point is it just seems insincere how it's done um and maybe if there were better writing um it, it wouldn't come across as such but to me it comes across as insincere and you know we're just gonna wave our political flag in everyone's face.
1: Hold on. Oh,
0: I can hear you now. I just muted because I oh,
1: had a okay. cough. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, we're having some. It was telling me I was muted. It says connect my audio. Hold on. Bear with me. Can you hear me now?
0: You
1: got it. I can hear you. Okay. All right. All right. So, all right. So, so much for Dr. Who. Uh, I've checked that I'm not going to be watching that. Uh, Sounds like a whole uh, lot
0: of Doctor Who plot to me. The-, <laughs> uh, yeah. the
1: next tier we've got on the list, uh, like this one. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's the wrong word. I'm kind of. Uh, maybe, maybe we've got a U- Utah man who uh, was gored and seriously injured that he tried to pet. Uh, and uh and he later uh, apparently has survived this uh, admits that he was uh he was the idiot so he uh <laughs> so the ground here is uh utah man month happened and he went to to pet a, a bison and the bison gored him left him with a lacerated liver and an eight inch gap uh, and so he admitted he was the idiot That's in this scenario stuff. for approaching the bison on the way home from his girlfriend um <laughs> so yeah this is uh yeah um all right okay oh, wait okay so uh yeah so this uh little, little technical problems there guy goes to to uh, bison, uh, the animal dips his head down and uh ends up puncturing him, flipped him over, suffers an eight gash to the stomach, like a rib, and a banged up lung. Oh, and uh, he had a GoFundMe page, of course. So, uh, after afterwards, yeah. he was airlifted to the ICU, and seven days in the hospital, and that's home.
0: Yeah, it's it's the last I want to say four or five years, springtime to me has become the, the snow melting, the ground starting to thaw out, you get the buds on the trees and the flowers start blooming, and then the videos start trickling online of people going to Yellowstone and walking up to bison in particular and getting as close as they possibly can and trying to get a photo because they think it's cute. And it's it's just one, let me say, I feel like I've said this disclaimer a few times <laughs> on this show, but I hope no one gets hurt. I'm glad this man's okay. I'm glad he wasn't killed. He very easily could have been killed. Um, bison are the biggest land mammal in North America, the l- biggest land animal in North America. <clears throat> Not as tall as a moose, but they outweigh a moose. So um any animal in the wild yeah leave it alone keep your distance from afar enjoy its majesty or you know get a good picture so you can send it to your friends or post it on your facebook or whatever you're going to do but you do not need and please do not try to go up put your arm around a bison or get really close and do the peace sign because you stand a very good chance of getting seriously injured if not killed and so it's become for me um, part of springtime of these videos trickling online, uh, where tourists are getting too close in Yellowstone National Monument and getting launched into the air um, or chased around by these giant wild animals. And it's it's just it, it blows my mind every time. I'm like, how?
1: Yeah. So how
0: many people are out there.
1: Yeah, I've been who
0: haven't who haven't yeah, I've been heard to, of this or uh, had the common sense of like, don't get close.
1: Right. Yeah. If, uh, have you ever been to Estes Park? I'm, I'm sure you have, Kevin. Yes. Um, yes. Estes Park, Colorado. Uh, nice, nice town uh, in uh, northern Colorado. Beautiful. It's just um, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful scenery. Yeah. Also, a lot of wildlife around there. There will be like elk that walk through the town. Uh, right. and I've seen... Up there, people who are like, "Oh, look at this beautiful animal," and walk up to it. No, 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 no. Just because it's in the yes. town doesn't mean it's your dog. That you, <laughs> those those things will kill yeah. you too. So, uh, if it's bigger than you, um, and and in in a lot of cases, even if it's smaller than you, uh, if it's got dangerous parts to it, stay away. <laughs> and don't learn the lesson the hard way. That, that this guy. Like you said, I agree. He's—he's—it was not a wise move. Uh, He—he learned some wisdom the hard way. Um, Good, he survived, but uh, learn from his mistakes. You know
0: what? You know what this is, Jason. Mm -hmm.
1: This—this
0: gentleman and anybody else who has gone viral or had a video posted online where they get too close to an elk or a bison or a moose um, or any animal in the wild. It's the scale. It's that little gif for the short video of the man where he has the X, Y axis. And he's like, so if you see right here, the more you fuck around, the more you're gonna find out. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what this is. This is a fuck around and find out.
1: Yeah, yes, (laughs) yes, it is. And he he definitely found out. (laughs) Okay, so the next one on the list here. so. i guess uh, some piece of history uh has, has passed henry kinger died this past week at the age of 100 and this is one of those uh, i saw the news and and i my thought was he was still alive <laughs> I right this is one of those i had uh i thought that had, had met his maker a long time ago um but no he lived uh, he'd lived to the age of 100 um I I first learned about it uh, on uh, the X platform formerly Twitter uh, where people were actually dancing on his grave um uh, but uh I don't know if you uh if if you don't believe in God um I think a guy, guy who lives to 100 kind of – he uh, Yeah he uh, had had a nice long, long life uh, served her i'm uh, old enough to barely remember uh, barely remember when when he was uh prominent in, in uh, and you know involved in in yeah uh, the uh, was uh i guess probably most notorious one some would say for bombing of cambodia during vietnam uh that's kind of where some of his Controversy comes from. Um and uh however he uh is finally passed on to his reward.
0: Yeah, and then I'm I'm in the same boat as you when I first saw this. I'm like, mm-hmm. something going on. Did I get hacked? Did this news organization get hacked? I would have thought I would have put money on that um Henry Kissinger passed away a long time ago. Um, I would have lost that money obviously um and i think Mm -hmm. one no matter which way you lean politically um if you're happy that someone dies um i I guess all i have to really say is shame on you and you know kind of if you're so inclined you you know you it it, it'd behoove you to take a look in in the mirror and kind of reevaluate your priorities because i guarantee the people um were like, oh good, rest in pieces or rotten pieces or whatever, are, are people who have a different political ideology than he did. Um, I don't know much about Henry Kissinger. Um, I know that he's a big part of a particularly recent U.S. history. Um, it, you know, he's done some things that I wouldn't agree with. It, it also uh, says that up until the age of 100, he was working behind the scenes. Um, as a secret, you know, foreign diplomat um, for all intents and purposes, you know, negotiating um, and brokeraging deals and peace talks with China and Russia. And, you know, if there if there are more people than that, like that, you know, that we had, I think, working for us politically, then, you know, my little soapbox said people who I feel are just more inclined to go to war or to be involved or at least on the outskirts of war for um, solely for financial and geopolitical reasons. Um, You know, if he's brokering peace or attempting to, I think, you know, more people can um, stand to do that and put their own self-interest aside. And, you know, that's that's one thing that we can't get enough over that we we're definitely in shortage of in this world, particularly in this current point in time, is you know some some peace. Let's all kind of chill out, put the bombs and the guns down, and you know mm-hmm. let's let's work on <clears throat> trying to find uh, you know common ground. Um, so you know whatever you think of him, whatever your political leanings are, like I said, I honestly and maybe a little bit embarrassingly don't know much about him, but you know. Rest in peace, and um, yeah, it's definitely a, you know the end of a chapter in in, in U.S. history.
1: All right, so the uh, last topic of uh, this one, this episode here, is the perhaps the fun NFL. <laughs> NFL. I handed out a punishment to a cameraman uh, this past week um, when Tyreek Hill of the Miami Dolphins started uh, in the end zone, uh, uh, behind the end zone was a cameraman who had kind of worked uh, with Tyreek. Uh, Tyreek, got his cell phone, did a clip and handed it back to the, the, um, to the cameraman. I think his name is Kevin Fitzsimmons. Um, or Fitzgibbons, rather, excuse me, Kevin Fitzgibbons. Uh, and then the uh, NFL, uh, in response to that stunt that Tyreek Hill performed, the NFL suspended Fitzgibbons indefinitely. Yeah. So basically, he was a sideline job. Uh, um, and it, uh, later, he says that he was assisting Tyreek Hill in the celebration. Really spontaneous on the the part of Hill, who grabbed the phone. He uh, runs Tyreek Hill, just grabbed it, did his little stunt, gave it back. Um, but, but regardless, the, some blame for that. I guess for using, I guess if you did is using a prop for, for the celebration, which is not allowed in, during a game, and uh, the. Uh, he gets the penalty uh, as far as uh, – well, gets gets the punishment, I should say, as his job. Uh, Tyrell actually came out and said that he was going to uh, pay this uh, cameraman uh, the salary he would have earned for the rest of the year. So good on him. Uh, and, and Costing the guy his, uh, his job. So a uh, bright move. Classy move for Hill to at least do that part. Uh, however, the NFL seems to be unusually harsh on this. Um, you know, why blame the guy for something that he wasn't trying to participate in?
0: No, I I agree. Um, this is definitely the uh I wouldn't say the return because I don't know that they ever they ever left, but this is definitely classic and vintage, no fun league stuff. Um interesting story. Um Kevin Fitzgibbons, um, if you look at it and, and kind of read, you know, the, even the cliff notes of it, but he, he essentially was on social media. He networked with some professional athletes, Tyreek Hill being one of them, and he started recording videos for him, kind of, you know, working. So he's known Tyreek for years. Um, I, it seems to be that part of the reason that he got this job with the Dolphins was his friendship and connection with Tyreek Hill. Um, I, I've seen the video. It, it looks impromptu to me. Um, even if it wasn't impromptu and Fitzgibbons was in on it, so what? So what? He didn't interfere anything with the game. Um, sure, if that's the rule and the NFL is upholding the rules, which is also questionable and varies case by case basis, um, give Tyreek Hill a fine. He can afford it. But you know, some guy who's working his way up. This was his dream job um completely and totally self-made um and getting himself in that position sure he had help and you know knowing tyreek hill benefited him in order for him to get this position but um he's the one who went on social media he you know attacked or approached this from a different angle befriend like i said befriended um a few uh star and up-and-coming athletes and started working with them and made connections and that worked and um is solely responsible for where he was at at that point in life so it's, it's just kind of a shame to see um you know someone who didn't he didn't get drunk and run out and streak on the field and interrupt the game he was standing there doing his job tyreek approached him took the phone did a backflip handed it back and now he's out of job so Boo, NFL.
1: Boo, no fun league. Boo, NFL. Totally. Yeah. NFL, knock it off.
0: Knock it off. Roger Goodell, we're watching you. We got our eyes on you.
1: Okay, that's going to wrap it up for this this one. Um, Come back. Let's do it again next week. We'll be here. Take care, everyone. See you next time.
0: Thank you. Have a good night.